Minimalism is the movement that encourages you to live with less. Less stuff, less possessions, less clutter, and find more joy and more time to focus on what matters. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help you make life lighter realistically. I'm your host, Desiree, and my passion is to help you create room for what matters to you by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your home and your life. It's not just about decluttering and having a tidy home, but about how having less stuff will give you more time and more space to focus on creating the life you actually want to live. We'll talk about topics of minimalism, motherhood, simple, intentional living, and everything in between here on the show each week. Let's walk towards simple together. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. Today I am going to talk to you about my morning routine. This has been a highly requested topic and I'm not just gonna talk about my morning routine, but I'm gonna talk about how you can have a morning routine as well, how you can start one, what it might include, and how long it should be. All of these questions I often get. However, what I want you to know is that it is totally up to you. All of those things are totally up to what work for you. And we're gonna talk about that in this episode. We're also gonna talk about some other options for you because especially if you have just a different kind of schedule, maybe you work overnight, or maybe you have a newborn baby and you literally need all the sleep you can get. So waking up in the morning is not in the cards. Friend, there are options for you, so we will talk about that. Before we dive in, I just wanted to share a quick word from the community which is when I share either a review or a message that someone has shared with me. And this one is from Mary Babcock. She says, loving this podcast. It helps me feel calm and grateful, even in a difficult season. Love hearing from another mom with similar feelings as mine. I also enjoy all the great perspectives on motherhood, minimalism, life, and finances sprinkled throughout the show. Mary, thank you so much for those kind words. Thank you for leaving a review. Guys, if you haven't taken the time to leave a review, so quick. Hit those five stars if you're loving the podcast and then type up a few words about what you're loving. It helps the podcast be seen by more moms and I'm super grateful for that. And today, as we're chatting about morning routines, what I'd love for you to do is share about your own morning routine in your Instagram stories and tag me in it, or even just share that you're listening to this episode, share a takeaway and tag me so that I can see that you shared it. So I also wanted to tell you about something that I'm super excited about. It is coming up this week, June 17th, is when my four-day mini course your intentional summer is releasing to you. What you will get is four audio lessons, so basically four mini podcast episodes, all about different ways that you can shift your mindset to a more intentional, minimalist way of thinking, that these mindset shifts are the things that have changed my life most. Of course, decluttering is important. It's a great first step towards minimalism. But we can also have these mindset shifts before we declutter, and it will help us let go of things. So we're gonna talk about the concept of enough, the concept of gratitude, we're gonna talk about contentment, and we will also talk about kind of more intentional days and how we can really slow down our lives and our days. 
And I've gotten a lot of requests to talk about slow living, so I'm doing that first in this mini course. It's completely free. You can hop into it right now, DesireeIndries.com slash intentional summer. Just so you know, it's not just about the summer. It's about mindset shifts that are going to help us in every season. But we're starting right now in the season that can more naturally feel a little bit slower to us. We can embrace the slow mentality of summer and bring it with us to the rest of the year. I know you might be thinking summer actually feels like chaos to me because I have more kids home in the house and you know whatever other reasons or maybe summer feels exactly the same to you because you work the same full-time job but friend that's why I said you know there are applications to summer in this course but it's not just about changes you're making just for the summer it's about changes that you can make right now in this current season and bring with you these mindset shifts are for every season. I really want to see you in this course. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, you can get there through DesireeEndries.com slash intentional summer. And the link is in the show notes as well. Let's hop into talking about morning routines. So I get this question a lot. How do I find time for doing what I enjoy doing? And I know it sounds like an impossible thing that we all wish we could do. But guess what? You can actually make extra time in your days. I've done this for myself for almost a year now, and obviously you can't actually add time to your days. That's not what I mean, but I've added time to my waking hours, and I've taken this time to create more intentional days. You might think, I already do not get enough sleep, but I still get enough sleep even though I added time to my waking time. And I shouldn't even say it like that. It's more so I shifted my waking hours because before I might've been staying up later, you know, past my daughter's bedtime. And I wasn't really getting anything intentional done in those hours. I was tired. My husband and I were just maybe like vegging out on Netflix at that time. So we shifted our waking times. And now we still have a little bit of that evening time, but we also wake up early. And during that early morning time, I've been able to do so many things that I've wanted to do. So I add time to my day. I get intentional time to do the things that I want to do by following a morning routine. I love mornings. Sometimes I don't love the actual waking up part, but once I'm up, there's nothing like the quiet to start my day off right. Time fully to myself. This single routine of waking up before my daughter and having quiet time to myself has really just changed my life. From giving me a time to pray, and think about who I wanna be in my day to working creatively on the things that I care about. Mornings have been honestly a game changer for me. Right now, I am recording this during my morning routine. So that just gives you a little picture of why mornings are so important to me. I really don't have time to do this podcast if I don't wake up early in the mornings. So there may be situations where this wouldn't work for you. Maybe your kids get up at an ungodly hour, which I've been there, by the way. Maybe you work super early. I've also been there. Maybe you're just not a morning person. In that case, I understand. We're all different. And honestly, I never really thought I would be a morning person, but I've turned into one. 
maybe there's a different time of day that you can build in something like a morning routine. So for you, if morning routines aren't for you and you're listening to this, just take away what I'm talking about we can include in those intentional times in our days and find a way to find that time throughout the the rest of the day. Saying that you have no time is not a good excuse because we can find that time within our days if we if we make it, honestly. And if you care enough about having this time alone, you will make it, whether it's asking for help or waking up a little earlier. No matter your circumstance, I do believe that you shouldn't discount a morning routine totally unless you have a newborn. That is a special short season of life where you need to sleep every chance you can get or if you want that intentional time, you know, you can do it while you're cuddling your baby. You can do it while your baby is napping for maybe a short 20 minute nap. You can still find it, but it's something that, you know, you could also just wait a couple of months until life gets a little more normal. So you might be iffy about a morning routine, but I don't want you to discount it. What I think happens is sometimes we read about other people's morning routines and we see that they should be like an hour long, include certain specific elements. And this is how I started. I'm getting close to a full year of morning routines and my mornings have looked all kinds of ways. The one consistent thing for me is that I personally need about an hour or more before my daughter wakes up to really get in all the things that I want to do in the mornings. However, for you, I encourage the consistent thing that you do is just that you wake up a little bit earlier to start, even just 15 minutes to a half an hour. Take time to at least center yourself and set yourself up right for your day. That is enough. That is going to help your day leaps and bounds. If you ever feel that kind of purposeless feeling of just like, what am I even doing in this day? This day is just happening to you, maybe. A morning routine can help you take control of your day and decide how you're going to be intentional in that day. So even 15 minutes to a half an hour is enough to do that. If your kids are inconsistent with their wake up time, try to pick a time at least like 20 minutes earlier than their earliest wake up time. Maybe some days you'll get that 20 minutes and maybe other days you'll get an hour. Either way, you're getting the time. Here's what I want you to know. If I can do this, anyone can. It just takes consistency and it takes purpose. It takes believing that you are important enough to actually to actually make extra time in your day that you can focus on yourself and the things that you wanna do. I'm going to share with you a few things about morning routines. First, I'm gonna share with you the progress of my morning routine and what my routine looks like now. Then I'm gonna share with you what I believe to be aspects of a great morning routine that will start off your day right and intentionally. And then last, and maybe most importantly, we'll talk about how to actually stick with your morning routine. So here is why. Here's the why for a morning routine. If you wake up early, before your day actually starts, before everything actually gets going, chances are you're using this time for things that matter to you. I'm sure it would be unlikely that you'd want to wake up early just to veg out and watch TV. That seems like it's defeating the purpose. I personally would rather just sleep. So often, early risers develop more confidence in their day because they feel more ownership over their days. They are go-getters, they are more successful. They just generally have more time to reflect and create the type of life that they want. This has definitely been my experience. When we add time to our days, we do so to do things that are important to us. Morning routines allow us that time. Most 
I am personally most creative in the mornings and many people have that same experience. A morning routine gives you alone time. It gives you time to just set up your day right. I know I've said these things, but I just want it to really set in about why this is important. A morning routine is a great place to start with getting intentional and taking back your days. If you set yourself up with the way you want your day to look in the morning, it doesn't mean everything's going to run perfectly. It just means you're at least making a plan and choosing intention as you begin your days. So let me give you a quick rundown of what my morning routine looks like and how it has evolved. So my morning routine right now looks like waking up anywhere in between 4.30 and 5.30. Most of the time right now I'm waking up at 5 or 5.30. I do wake up earlier than that or right around that time to get Gemma back down. She usually cries and fusses a little bit at that time and I get her back down and oftentimes I just wake up for the day whenever that is. I do usually set my alarm for around that 5.15 time. And what I do at this point is I wake up if the coffee isn't already being made. Sometimes we set it ahead of time. Sometimes Nick gets up earlier and makes it. Regardless, I set the coffee, I get my coffee, and I sit down, I do devotionals, and sometimes lately I've been trying to do them even before I get out of bed, just so that I do not bypass that part of my routine. And then I usually do some type of journaling, which often looks like just listing affirmations and prayerfully considering those affirmations. I'm gonna talk about affirmations and what they are just very briefly in a moment. And then that all probably takes me honestly 20 minutes at the very most, usually just 10, and I dig right in to getting to work. Some days I teach and other days I am working on the podcast and other creative things. And that takes up the bulk of my morning. I often have in between, you know, two to three hours even before Gemma wakes up. And that's what it's come to. But in the very beginning, it started with the book, The Miracle Morning. I realized that I could no longer be the cranky mom who was waking up to my daughter crying in the mornings, which is what I was doing most of early last summer. She was about maybe eight or nine months old at the time, and she was my alarm clock. She would cry and wake me up, and I would start the day just so disheveled. I knew that wasn't working for me. I knew that I wasn't being the mom that I wanted to be, especially in the mornings. I knew I wasn't getting the stuff done that I wanted to get done. I knew I wasn't giving myself time for the things that I cared about. So I knew I had to change it. And I've always really wanted a morning routine. So I figured that was a good way to start. So again, I started with the miracle morning and I started with giving myself just an hour in the morning, which is what that suggests. And I will link that book below because I do recommend it. It kind of gave me the motivation I needed to just try it out. It's very motivational around waking up in early in the mornings and having time for a routine like this. But the miracle morning involved meditation and affirmations and visualization and journaling and working out and reading. And I really liked it at first, but it felt like an hour was not long enough for all of that. And I tried to add more time to it, but over time I just realized I could tweak it and make it work for me and make it make sense for what I wanted to do. I started also teaching online, which added a whole different experience to my morning routine. And at that point, I could only wake up about a half an hour early. I would wake up around 4.30 and start teaching around five, but I would still have time for those essential things like affirmations and devotional time and prayer. 
And then eventually, Gemma started waking up really sporadically. She would sometimes wake up at like 5 a.m. and sometimes she'd wake up at like 7 or 8 a.m. I just never knew when she was going to wake up. So I really had to dial back my teaching hours because my husband wouldn't be home in the mornings. It was too risky to be working and have commitments when I didn't know if my daughter was going to be awake. So my morning routine changed again. I continued to wake up at that early 4.30-ish time and I would just do whatever I could until she woke up. Now she wakes up much later. In this past month, her bedtime and morning time has completely changed, and now I find that I have hours upon hours in the morning. But the one consistent thing is I just kept waking up at the same time. And the best way to really get started is to wake up at the same exact time every single day. Not like have random days where you sleep in and catch up. You should go to bed a little bit earlier and wake up at the same exact time every single day. And make sure you're getting enough sleep for yourself because that's what I found is very important to me. I have to go to bed in between 8.30 and 9.30 and right now as my wake time is a little bit later, sometimes 10 o'clock. But regardless, it's important to get sleep. This is not about waking up early and sacrificing your sleeping time and that's why I say If you do have a newborn, this isn't necessarily for you. If none of this will work for you and morning times are just not the time when you're going to find time for yourself, what I do want to recommend is that you still have a routine around your morning. And I even recommend that you have a routine around your morning past the time where you're spending that alone time. So a morning routine isn't just about the time you're spending alone in those morning hours, which I do highly recommend that you have time to yourself to get your day started and start it intentionally. But I also recommend that you have some kind of intentional start to your day with the rest of your family as well. So if you're home when your kids are waking up and you have to help them get off to school or you need to get yourself off to work or whatever it is, have some type of routine that you all go through in the morning to calm the chaos that can be morning time with a family. Or I only really have my toddler when she wakes up, but this time can easily become purposeless. But I try to really spend intentional time in the morning. We often read a book together. We start breakfast. I have her help me cook breakfast. We put some music on and we just do this daily. It involves lots of cuddles and a slow waking to our morning. Believe me that this is not always perfect and You know, some days do not look as purposeful in the morning as others, but it helps to have a routine that we regularly follow together. So I do think it's important to have some type of routine with your family in the mornings as well, if that situation applies to you. But let's get back to what I believe the pillars are for a morning routine or what I believe, you know, some of the most important things that maybe you would want to add to your morning routine might be just some ideas to really get started. One is the idea of some type of time for spiritual reading. So for me, I actually usually read through the Savor devotional by Shauna Neoquist, but I've also been using the First Five app. So that's just one thing that you can do to start your morning. And I really think it's a good pillar because it helps you really center yourself on your values, whatever those are. 
Another great thing to do in the mornings is gratitude. And I'm going to be talking about that in that free mini course that I told you about at the beginning of this episode. It's so important to start a gratitude practice and this is the perfect time to do that. You can also do affirmations and visualization speaking something into being especially about yourself so i will say things like i am a patient and gentle mother before the day even starts before my child's even awake and this is something that i eventually over time start to believe about myself if i didn't already i personally even pray over this list of affirmations that i have for myself because i think that prayer really works but that is just part of my own values if prayer is important to you and you've always felt like affirmations are kind of weird pray over them because it really puts a different perspective on the idea of kind of speaking who you are into being and prayerfully considering those things. So I think the most important part of the morning is the centering work, this prayer, this visualization, these affirmations or whatever kind of like spiritual reading or meditation that you do. This is really an important time to do that. Another great thing that you can do in the morning is get outside. Sometimes I will, and I'm trying to make a habit of it over this summer, I will take my devotional outside. I will do my, at least my like affirmations outside or even bring my computer outside if I'm not recording that day and just enjoy the beautiful day, the beautiful weather of the summer mornings and just enjoy some time outside. Now, if the weather is not as good, just stepping outside for a few minutes in the morning to sip your coffee slowly is a great way to kind of up your mood first thing in the morning. Another idea is to create something. This is what the bulk of my mornings is used for. I highly, highly recommend that if there's something you want to create, whether it be like knitting something or a podcast like this, you can do this in the mornings and your brain will most likely be just like ripe and ready to go, especially if you've done that centering work first. Another thing some people like to do in the morning is getting a workout in. I personally did not like this, but I do recommend trying it because a lot of people love getting their workout in first thing in the morning, even if it's just like, you know, 20 minute walk, whatever it looks like, even if it's just a 10 minute walk, it doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be like sweating your butt off right first thing in the morning. It's just about moving your body and focusing on your health. So those are just some ideas of what you can do in the morning. Another idea that I always check in on most mornings is like scheduling. So writing a to-do list, that's something I do first thing in the morning or just like checking over your calendar. That's also a really great routine for the mornings. So I hope I've convinced you that there are a plethora of things that you could get done in this precious morning time, whether you've got 20 minutes or two hours. I built mine up to like two to three hours and I love this time. It is a pivotal part in my day. It is so, so, so worth it to set that alarm and wake up early. And sometimes I don't even need an alarm anymore, but I always set it because I hate to miss this time. So how do you actually make a morning routine and actually go for it? I've encouraged my course participants as they've started signing up to block out 20 to 30 minutes of time, ideally in the mornings, but at any time of day, to start this routine of time for themselves, time for the things they care about. And that's the time in which they will go through these four mini course lessons that I've made starting on June 17th. So get signed up for that because that's a great way to start 
in community starting this morning time or whatever time you want to make your intentional routine of the day. But I suggest mornings. But how do you actually make that happen? Like I can tell you, just set aside 20 to 30 minutes a day. And you're like, well, how do I actually make myself do it? If there's something you can do to literally force yourself out of bed, like a commitment you can make to make that happen in the beginning, that can help. An accountability partner is really good for this. Like keep your phone on loud and allow them to text you in the morning and keep texting you. Or you can do the same for your friend until you wake up. I don't usually recommend having your phone on loud in the night because sleep is important. But look, when you're trying to start this and it's really hard for you to wake up, it's going to be hard because you're not used to it. So you need accountability or you need something to wake you up in those mornings. For me, when I first started, my husband started it with me. So that was a really easy way to get it done and to get started. But then I started teaching and I had to be awake for those classes. Now, I know that sounds specific, but is there something that you can plan that you have to be awake for? Whether it is, you know, like I said, just having an accountability partner doing this with you and bothering you in the mornings until you wake up. I don't know. I'm sure there are other ideas to really force yourself into this. Don't turn off your alarm. Set your alarm a thousand times, one minute apart from each other, whatever it is to make yourself do this. I know this sounds harsh and not fun, but it is a way to get started. Also know that the snooze button does literally nothing good for you. That interrupted nine to 15, whatever you have your snooze set to those minutes of sleep, those aren't doing you any good. Oftentimes you'll feel even more groggy after you hit the snooze button a million times. And believe me, I used to be a snooze button hitter. I still hit it like once. I'm still in that habit. I just loathe the snooze button and I really think that it does worse for us than anything else. But at the same time, unless you can set your alarm to keep going off, even if you throw it out the window, it's going to be there. So you've got to find a way to stop hitting it. One great way to do this is to put your alarm across the room so that you actually have to get out of bed to set it and then do not get back in bed. Just don't do it. If you're child wakes up early in the morning and you usually like put them back down and go back to sleep whether if it's like 5 or 5 30 a.m try waking up and just going with your day at that point another great way to just get yourself awake in the morning is to if you drink coffee get that coffee brewing first thing in the morning set it to brew at the time that you actually want to wake up. So set it ahead of time if your coffee machine has that setting, if you have that ability, that's a great way to do it because you will smell that coffee and you might be more apt to get out of bed. I hope those ideas help. I know they are really simple ideas, but that's what has helped me get out of bed in the mornings. I believe a morning routine is going to be a game changer for you, friend. I hope that this episode has kind of motivated you to just at least try it out and start. And when it comes to actually sticking with it, you just have to believe you're important enough to have that time to yourself. You have to believe that that time is important. You have to believe that you deserve it and you'll be more apt to do it and just do it. I mean, that's like the worst advice ever, right? But like at the same time, it's the best because you have to just convince yourself in your mind to force yourself into this until it becomes a habit. Now, if I wake up late, if I actually sleep in, my day really does feel worse. I do it so seldomly. The other day I accidentally did it and I woke up feeling like crap. I don't even know how to explain it to you, but the fact that I'm so used to this time, this has become my normal waking time super early in the morning. When I wake up later in the morning, 
I, I feel awful. So you just have to really start and make it a habit and your body will become used to it. And, and honestly, waking up early can be really good for your body. You do have to make sure that you get enough sleep though. So go to bed an hour earlier if you're going to wake up an hour earlier or even start with half hour increments. If you're already not getting enough sleep, I do not recommend waking up earlier. I recommend getting more sleep. So go to sleep earlier. It is possible and it is okay. You're not missing out on anything late at night. All right, friend. I am going to wrap this up here. I hope this helped. I would really love to see you jumping into that four-day mini course. We are going to be kind of setting up a 20 to 30 minute routine before you even start. And we're going to be using that time to go through the course. And there's also going to be a really exciting offer for you if you do want to start decluttering or if you want to dive deeper into minimalism. So don't miss that. Get into this course. Again, the link is in the show notes. I hope I see you there. And I'll look forward to chatting with you again next week right here on Minimalish. And until then, cheers to intentional mornings.